you know, it's funny working in dentistry. I, I met my husband, which is, you know, a little bit of a, a taboo there. He was a patient and he was complaining about how difficult it was to get reminders or make your payments or doing like that, you know, um, that things were just a little bit on the difficult side for communication from the patient standpoint. And I thought, you know, we need to address this because there's, there's hangups on the doctor's side, there's hangups on the patient side, it just needs to be easier. This is Growth in Dentistry, a dental intelligence podcast where we ask the question, what does growth in dentistry look like to you? I'm Katie Polson, a dental hygienist and your host. Welcome to another episode of Growth in Dentistry. I'm Katie Polson. We are continuing our conversation on filling chairs. And before we get started, I wanted to invite you to join our Facebook Dental Intelligence community. It's a great tribe of people. Uh, ask questions, come answer questions, uh, come just join each, join and enjoy each other's company on there. It's a great place to be. And speaking of questions, you can go to our podcast page at dentalintel.com and submit those. They will be addressed by our CEO, Weston Lunsford in a future Q&A episode. Now on to our show today. Today we're going to talk about filling chairs and with me I have my trusty buddy Curtis Marshall. You remembered me this time. Curtis Hi, Marshall, VP of Enterprise me. Relationships. He's going to introduce our fearless Modento leader Drew Dickinson. Oh my goodness. This if, if you haven't met Drew yet, I'm just I'm, you're going to enjoy today's meeting, uh, today's podcast. So Drew, uh, she lives up in Seattle with her husband, and they both created an amazing software called Modento. Uh, if you haven't heard of it yet, you've been under a rock. I mean, this thing is the greatest thing since sliced bread. It's what every other patient communication system wants to be. Uh, that's what, that, what Modento is. And, uh, but even more importantly, uh, Drew is an amazing human. Uh, has a wonderful family, just had a baby uh, also. And uh, Drew, thanks for being here today. Really appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate that. It's a nice introduction. Yes, you might hear the screaming baby in the background here. So it's how the morning goes. So. Hope so. How old's the baby again? Like two months. She's 10 weeks. 10 weeks? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't even know how you're keeping your eyes open at this point. <laughs> Lots of caffeine. <laughs> well, good. Okay, well, we're going to talk about, and here she goes with the caffeine. Good job for those of you that are, are listening, listening and not watching. She's she's already down in it, which is good. I might join you in about, uh, about right when we get off this call. Okay, so we're talking about filling chairs, and there really isn't a better way to do it without, like, without using Modento. Modento just ticks kind of every box of helping you do it effortlessly. And one thing that I want to address before we even get into it is I feel like a lot of people think that artificial intelligence or AI is like this robot that comes in and takes over your job. But what Modento does, what Donald Intel does, it makes it so you can do your job better, right? We're not trying to replace jobs. We're trying to make you do them better. And and I feel I really feel like Modento, just from a dental professional side, watching it and like messing around with it and playing with it and we have it in my practice. It really does. It's just awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's been so good at helping people um, with filling appointments. So the first thing we're talking about is prepping for an appointment because there's one thing about getting the appointment scheduled, but then we have to get them actually ready to come to the appointment. And there's a lot of things that Modento does to help do that. So Drew, take it away. Tell us about Tell us a little bit about what Mondanto does and also kind of the pitfalls of the reason why it was created the way it was. 
Yeah, and if you guys don't know, if you haven't followed Medento at all, you might not know that I started in dentistry, in clinical dentistry. I was a dental hygienist um, for many years. Before that, you are a dental hygienist. I am. True. I'm still registered. I don't practice anymore because I'm too busy with this company. But yes, I am a dental hygienist, and I practiced clinical dentistry for a lot of years. But I also did um, consulting and office management, and you know everything. Kind of learned all of the the you know, different factions of the dental practice. And it was always difficult to get patients to do what they're supposed to do. So, you know, you have all these systems set up, your, your practice can be trained up, your, your employees can be on the mark every single time, but it just, you can't always get the patients to comply and do what they're supposed to do. So, um, you know, it's funny working in dentistry, I, I met my husband, which is, you know, a little bit of a, a taboo there. He was a patient. And he was complaining about how difficult it was to get reminders or make your payments or doing like that, you know, um, that things were just a little bit on the difficult side for communication from the patient standpoint. And I thought, you know, we need to address this because there's, there's hangups on the doctor side, there's hangs up on the patient side, it just needs to be easier. So we ended up creating Modento, fast forward a couple of years. And what we really truly set up was just like Katie said, we're not you know, taking over anybody's jobs or anything like that. But we wanted to set up this automated system that is smart, that knows all of the patient's needs, knows everything that the office needs, connects them together, and then just set it and forget it, just let it go. And then that way, the front office, your team members, everybody can just focus on being nice, being kind, being present, being able to do dentistry, because that's what you get into, right? You don't, you don't necessarily want to spend all of your time focused on the business side of things or chasing patients or anything like that. So we just really focused on making it easy for the office to do dentistry. And then we take over all of the, the true. true. That's yeah. awesome. Because there really are, there's only two types of patients, by the way, there's patients who are in the office and patients who are not in the office, <laughs> right? That's it. Uh, yep. I'm sorry, but that is the only, so now for the patients who are not in the office, we typically have a, a stack of 600 plus names, mm -hmm. bunch of pieces of paper, right? Of the patients who are not in the office that we need to reach out to. Yeah. And then we also have all the patients who are walking in the door, who are coming from the front and the back and who are getting numbed. We have the patients who are in the office, mm -hmm. right? Uh, what, what I'm really hearing is that how we're going down this path then for filling chairs is not to help fill the chairs with the patients who are actually in the office, but the patients who are out of the office. Would that, is that, would that be a correct statement of what you're going at here? I mean, Drew? yes. Although we do, we do, do a good job of filling yeah. uh, chairs yeah. or making it obvious if you need to, you know, bump your production or anything like that while patients are in the practice. But yes, we also focus or mainly focus on getting the patients that are out of that practice in your practice and making sure it's seamless and easy and the communication is just, you know, nothing to figure out, just the most basic way you can possibly set up. Yeah. So, you know, and not every patient's the same, you know, we have, we have a very tech savvy group of people. We have less tech savvy people. We like people, or we have people that have uh, a lot of emphasis on really interpersonal communication. We have people that just want to text message, don't bother them. You know, there's all different kinds of people um, as patients and they all need to be addressed. You can't just have one method of communication and, and, call it good and say, okay, if it doesn't work yeah. out, it doesn't work out because 
you know, there's so many options for, for dental offices. Somebody, if they don't feel like they're being too well connected with, if they don't feel like it's easy, they'll just go down the street. So somebody you know, just really totally focus yeah. on somebody making else. everything available. So and that's one of know, the things I really do love about the Modento product, especially Modento has a, a great app for patients. It's like a patient portal and they can customize, right? They can customize their, their outreach. So if you do, if you know, if you decide, they themselves can. The patient, Instead yes. of you yeah, doing it how, for them, I, we've all had patients who like love. Oh, I'm so glad you text me an hour before my appointment, or I totally would have forgotten it. So they can decide. Mm-hmm. I want to be texted like 20 minutes before I'm supposed to be here, right? Mm-hmm. Or they can say, I don't ever want to hear from you again. I just want <laughs> to make me an appointment in six months. It's on my calendar, which means I'll be there, right? Which is, is that to- you? Totally. How yeah, I am. the way you said yes, that. <laughs> yes, I don't want to be bugged. So I love that. I love that Modento allows you to do that because nobody else does. So. And yeah, you know me. Just the appointment, you know, reminders. Yeah. Like we do. Like let me walk you through kind of an example here. You know, you, your your patient makes an appointment. You set the appointment reminders up. Our system will read that appointment and say, hey, we noticed that you don't have any paperwork completed. Let me go ahead and send that to you with your appointment reminder so it's not too much communication, right? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they don't like text messages. Our system can read that and say, okay, let's do email instead and follow up with you. Maybe they still haven't gotten anything done and it's like one day to their appointment. You can still just pull up that filter, you know, see who hasn't done it. Maybe send them a voicemail drop. Maybe they will respond better you know, via phone call recorded from you guys you know you can it's not every patient you have to record a phone call you have one one recording you send it to 20 patients at the same time you know they think the doctors called them and you know connected on a personal level and that works for them so again it's just you know how to connect with that patient what do they need we've got it all yeah yeah and and that's i mean regard we we love for you to at least try modento look at it but regardless of whether you use our softwares or not that's one thing key piece to take away is to really consider if you don't have it on your new patient intake form, how do you want to be connect, communicated with, you know, have the options, have that conversation with them ahead of time so that you're set up for success in the future. So you're not making them angry, right? You're not making them like, I, then you have a good idea. That will help fill your chairs. Yeah. That's, that's what's going to help fill your chairs. Yeah. 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 And our system, you know, even if they change their mind, because things happen, but you know, you, you don't necessarily always have to have that conversation early on. Our system's very smart. You said, like you said, you've got the AI technology to help out. If a patient doesn't respond to tech, our system say, says, oh, they're not, you know, texting people. Let's try email instead or vice versa. So again, our system's going to read it, be like, what do, what do they need? What do they want? How to yeah. get through to them? You know, That's and our great. system does it, the staff doesn't have to. And yeah. The no-show ratio has dropped dramatically with our system in offices. We get that feedback all the time. The way that the reminders are set up with their clear communication, the not over-communication, right? We, we combine everything into one message instead of, you know, if you get 10 messages for here's your new patient paperwork, here's how to confirm, here's how to do this. You've got too much communication. They just start ignoring you. You know, so we've, we combine everything together. We've made it graceful and made it very easy for the patients to be able to tell exactly where they need to be, what time, what they need to have done. Here's a checklist here. It's easy, you know, and yeah, that notion it really is that one thing that I think that, um, that makes it really fan- makes fantastic work is the forms, um, the ability to send digital forms. So talk to us a little bit about. Oh, before I even that. jump into that, I went to the doctor's office the other day. Uh-huh. No, I just 
routine check yeah. that you're supposed to do. And they gave me a tablet to fill out, yeah. uh, you know, my forms. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, finally, no, uh, no, uh, what do they call it? Uh, paper. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I got this form and I start, oh my goodness, it was the worst experience <laughs> I've ever had. Right. Like, and so much so, like I put in my address. Right. Uh-huh. And then I had to put in that in like three different times, that right. address. And it was this uh, slowness, and I had to scroll up to push the save button or the next button, and, and it was it was. And guess what's happening on the other end of that? The receptionist is thinking, "Why is this guy taking so long to fill out his form? He already came in ten minutes. Not that you're ten minutes late, but they already came in ten minutes late. They need to use the restroom, and now they're going to spend twenty minutes trying to figure out how to fill out this form. And now that is my whole so appointment. <laughs> yes, that is you my know. whole appointment gone. Like, yeah. And so that's why I love digital forms. Talk to us about your forms because honestly, it makes all the difference. Yes. So there are forms and then there are forms. And yes, that's what I was getting we at. We have yep. really mastered our beautiful, beautiful forms. And, you know, when you say forms, there's there's new patient forms that you're thinking of, but we also have very customizable forms. We have consents, post-ops, pre-ops, treatment plan presentation. So, you know, we've got forms, we've got all the forms. So there's just really no need for paper in your practice anymore at this point. And I think my video keeps cutting out. Sorry about it's that. Okay. It's You're okay. You're good. Just, we can it. hear you. Keep talking. Um, so, you know, we've got, we've got our beautiful system and we spent a lot of time on that. We wanted to say like, you know, how, how can we make the, the experience as easy and seamless on the patient? Just like you said, Curtis, you know, you don't want to have to fill out the same information five times. So with our system, you know, you put it in, it reads anything that's already in a practice management system. So if your staff has already gone through the effort of, you know, taking the, the patient information, like, you know, address or email or whatever, we already read it, we present it. You know, you've got your extensions. So if you answer something, you have more options. If it doesn't pertain to you, it just doesn't, you know, you don't have to pay attention to it. So you cut out, you know, 50 questions in your new patient paperwork that don't matter to the patient or they have no, no need to answer that. Right. Um, and it just makes it so easy for them to be able to, to fill it out quickly. And it's very intuitive and just very, very, very easy. Yeah. And you know? detailed. I mean, there's a lot of things that like, a diabetes question. I would like to have more information on that, but all it says is we're going to, they have diabetes, right? You're going to be, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, you don't want to ask the general population if it doesn't pertain to them. And so mm-hmm. I think that makes it, makes it very intuitive. I love, love, love that feature. It's, yeah. it's so awesome. What, what is that feature? I don't understand what you're saying there. So the new patient forms are intuitive. So if not everything, if, if you don't respond oh, the to one thing. part, not the yeah. diabetes part. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just sorry. like the health history and all that. It's yep. just all very intuitive. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just kind of, you know, if you have a question and the answer is yes, it expands and you can elaborate. If you have a section like, do you have heart disease, any kind of heart disease, if they look through it and be like, nope, they can just skip it. Whereas in the traditional yeah. paperwork, where you have the traditional paperwork that another company is maybe just digitized, you have a thousand questions to answer no to, or, you know, to click through. But with our system, it's like, you know, does it pertain to you? No, let's just skip that whole section. Yeah. You know, same yeah. with medications, with allergies, with everything. So. But then it sounds like you can, if you do have diabetes, give us more information about it, not exactly. just check that box. Okay, cool. And everything will back, back into the practice management system too. So that's another thing that's really beautiful of our system is that you can have really customized forms, really difficult forms, very, very complicated questions that you ask if you specialize in anything like soup apnea or myofunctional therapy or anything 
something like that, you can have those forms and have a lot of expansion possibilities. And then it still writes back into the PMS system. And it's just, yeah. it's just easy. Beautiful. Instead of having to attach it to a smart doc and read it. And, yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. Exactly. So, um, the other thing that I wanted to bring up with the forms was just the consents. I think a lot of people and everybody, you either have the person that doesn't want to, like they want like an hour to look at the consent form and read over it and then also have their lawyer look it over and then before they <laughs> sign it. Or don't even look at or it. Or they don't look at it. And I love that the ability to look at this consent ahead of time because there's there are people, I'm sure there are a lot of patients who feel like maybe they would like to have the time to sit and look at the consent form, but they feel obligated to just sign it because they don't want to waste our time. Mm -hmm. And we want them to truly have consent, right? Mm -hmm. We want them to read the document if they feel like, you know, I mean, we want them to consent and that means they have to be aware of the consent. They just... They don't feel like they have time or we don't give them enough time to read the document. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a tricky situation. And being able to have that ahead of time and look over that, it's, it's, it's really huge. I'm going to bring it right back around. That communication, yeah. that ability to have it on their own time yeah. is going to also, uh, once again, help build chairs because now yeah. that patient is feeling more connected. Uh, and then invested to the, to the appointment, yeah, for sure. Invested, yeah. 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 Same exactly. thing with the treatment plans. I have to say that's feedback that we hear often about the treatment plans being able to be sent through text message securely, HIPAA compliant, of course. But, you know, sometimes a patient, when they're leaving their, their appointment, they have somewhere they have to be, they have to, you know, go, they have to, um, the front office is too busy. So the patient just walks out and, you know, it's very, very difficult for the front office to follow up with that. It's very difficult for them to say, okay, I'm going to send you a treatment plan. Here it is on, um, you know, I'm going to kind of fax it or whatever, something like that, you know, with our system, I know it's dinosaur age, but our system, you know, they can still fill it out. They can communicate back and forth, send that treatment plan. The patient has all the information, including payment plan options. Everything is there. So they feel very comfortable with their decision. It's very well communicated. Or and say there's a treatment plan that's presented and, you know, some, something's changed. They've decided to add something. They want to add whitening to it. They want to change something up. You don't have to wait for them to get into practice again or, you know, have mm. this kind of nervous behavior where they don't know what they're signing up for. They don't know what they're getting themselves into. So they just cancel the appointment or they don't don't yeah. feel comfortable moving forward with our system. You can send all the information, send the photos, send the payment plans, send everything to them in their home. They can take their time to review it through text message or through email and, you know, just be done with it, yeah. sign it. It goes back into the practice management system and then they come in and they, they know what's up. Yeah. And also the treatment plans are customizable. So you can fully, you can put in, you know, if you have a jargon, oh gosh, they, I had, I worked for a doctor, I had an associate that worked in our practice too called the Wisdom Teeth Wizzies. I, Stop I, it. I hated it. But you know, if you wanted to, you could say remove uh, upper right Wizzy. I don't know, but <laughs> wow. I yes. don't suggest doing that, but you can customize the treatment plan so it fits your language, right? You can, and it fits exactly. So, yeah, it say so it doesn't say pulpotomy, for example. Yeah. Yes, right? exactly. Or phrenectomy. Yeah. So that it doesn't yeah. say that type of stuff. Yeah. Awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. And I think what that, to tie that again, back at being able to communicate with the patient in this way, again, gives them full consent. It gets them on board. It gives them all the information they need. Because so many times patients leave saying yes to something that they don't 
ever, ever plan on doing because they just, they're overwhelmed and they just want to leave. And I'm sorry, once again, because I, I, I love filling chairs. That is one of the biggest issues of broken appointments. They yeah. say yes because they're in front of you and they don't want to disappoint you. Yeah. But they know they're going to cancel that freaking appointment. Yeah. Right? Oh, uh, and yeah. that is not filling chairs. Yeah. Because we're not communicating correctly with them. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, you're welcome. That patient that's education is a big standpoint. And that's one thing we did want to make sure we pulled in the layman's terms because not everybody has the same general IQ. You've got some people that really love clinical terminology. You know, they're going home and they're looking on Google and they know the tooth numbers by the time they come in for their appointment, right? I love those patients. They're my favorite. But you also have people that are just terrified to be there. And, you know, it's, it's too much for them to go through the appointment, be nervous, you know, be handed this, shove this treatment plan right away, you know, go through everything. So we, we have the layman's terms, you can hide code columns, you can hide numbers and just give them the basics. So the presentation for that patient caters to their dental IQ and their comfort level and their dental anxiety. So again, you're just creating this calm for them to be able to, to come back and feel comfortable take away all the anxiety for the, the system. Yeah, it's so good. It's, it seems, you know, like we talk about data and, and technology and, and it seems like a lot of times it doesn't compute, like it doesn't relate to the patient's experience, you know what I mean? But it mm-hmm. absolutely does. And also it makes your job way easier. And again, regardless of whether you use, I mean, obviously this is all about Modento and reminders and getting you guys in and getting your patients to fill chairs today. But Really just communicating with your communication. Patient. Yeah. The right communication is we'll what's going to help build chairs. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And if you have can use technology or utilize a different verbiage, uh, whatever it might be, absolutely. Yeah. Well, so um, we asked the same question to every guest. And I, you're not really a guest because you also work here with us. <laughs> and your family. And family. But I, we do want to know your opinion. Because everyone is different, though. Once again, this is something that even within my dental family, the all the dentists and hygienists and office managers in my family, is that gr- this answer is different For between everyone. all of us. Yeah. So what does growth in dentistry look like to you now that you've moved on to greener pastures without clinical <laughs> dentistry? Pastures. Um, that is a loaded question, isn't it? It is. Yeah. But it's different um, to everyone. I would say... Growth in dentistry to me, um, you know, I, I feel like the general population is finding more, more and more importance on the oral systemic health. Um, you know, they're, they're taking it more seriously. They want to have better access to dentistry. Um, you know, it's not necessarily something that you just always, um, you know, did your six months, you put things off, you know, they, they care now about their periodontal disease. They care now about their heart, you know, the connection to the heart disease. They care about this. So I feel like um, it is becoming more of a health standard. It's not so much dentistry and then healthcare. They're becoming one. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, we have to keep up in terms of making it accessible to everybody. And again, communicating with all different types and making sure the needs of, of everybody, not just a specific group of people, you know, are met. And, and for us, you know, it's, it's hard to keep up in the, in the dental world with all the changes that are happening, you know, not just with the patients or with insurance or now, you know, PPE requirements or, you know, everything that's changing. Um, I think that 
we're coming together more as healthcare professionals and we are taking on a bigger scale of patients and the importance of what we do is getting bigger and growth in dentistry for me is just accepting more patients, being more um, efficient with our time, being more efficient with the way our processes work. Um, and yeah, just like I said, addressing everybody's needs. It's, it's no longer just yeah. a, a specific target audience anymore. I haven't heard that one yet. Yeah, Growth and dentistry is so different to everyone. I know, and I and I love the, as just as a hygienist, the oral systemic condition, the, the link there really, I feel it for sure. So I yeah. love that, that you brought that up. Well, uh, this has been Growth and Dentistry, a dental intelligence podcast. Again, special thanks to our guest, Drew Dickinson. You can find her at drewmodento.io. You can also find more information about Modento on our podcast page at dentalintel.com or go to modento.io. Thank you to Curtis Marshall for joining me today. And thank you to our marketing department for their help on this podcast. I'm Katie Polson. Keep growing.